Welcome to season two of the Paper Talk podcast, where we have candid conversations with artists and industry leaders from around the world. Our goal is to share knowledge, connect our community, and elevate the artistry of our craft. Hi, I'm Jesse Chu. Hello, I am Quinn Wynn, and we are the founders of the Paper Florist Collective. Welcome, everybody. This is episode number 41. Today, we have one of our returning guests, uh, Alicia Sweetie of Flirty Fleur. She's absolutely my favorite florist in the world. I love her to bits and bits. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to do a huge shout out because right now, one of my most amazing favorite florist tool, Alicia, tell me all about it because I don't even know the name. I just know it's like my favorite tool. I won't let it out of my sight. It's amazing. The wire cutter. You know, Quinn, that's actually a really good question. What is the name of this wire cutter? Does it- <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this wire cutter is amazing. Literally, I can put like 18 gauge, like five of them in one bundle and with a tiny snip, it just falls off. Like I'm not having to do manhandle it to like cut through. It cuts like butter. It's the most and, amazing. Know, it's a small tool too. If it's yeah. right in your hand, people are probably picturing like some humongous Home Depot purchase wire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's not. <laughs> That's the magical <laughs> thing about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a nice, it fits in your hand and it just has a big opening and the power, the tension works just right and it yep. cuts anything. It's not yeah. easy to find it. No, it's not. Well, I got to use it. And I was like, Alicia, what is this? And she's like, tell me where you got it. And she's like, oh, I, and then she found it on Amazon. She sent me the link and it was the last one. I was like, oh, I'm buying it right now. <laughs> it's, it's magical, you guys. Like I've never seen a wire. And you know, with our industry, we use so many different gauges and I'm constantly cutting tons of wires, especially right now I'm doing a huge cherry blossom insulation and I'm cutting like hundreds and hundreds of wires. And this has saved me so much. It's amazing. <laughs> well, I want a pair. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm always hunting for something too. Actually, it's funny because I was just talking to a, a client and she wanted a certain like 12 inch stems. But for this flower, I do like assemble like four, 18 or 16 gauge, I don't remember, together. And I'm like 12 inches. Like if you need to cut that, it's like, it's impossible. You're mm-hmm. just going to like destroy the end of it. So I suggested to her to do something shorter because like who has these amazing clippers? Alicia, oh, obviously. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> not me, but not everyone, right? So I had that wonderful pair of wire cutters that I've had for 10 or 15 years. And unfortunately, during my last workshop, they seem to have walked away. Oh, and no. <laughs> find them anywhere. So I think they made it into somebody else's tool bag, unfortunately. Yeah, to think that they were still cutting that good after 10 years of use mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I have to admit this tool is not ex- not cheap. It's about $30 for this, but the longevity of this mm-hmm. thing is amazing. So I definitely will not be taking it to any workshop. It'll stay in my house. <laughs> I love up. <laughs> Even my husband's not allowed to use it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't know what he might use it on, something that isn't appropriate. <laughs> right? It's really cool. If I can find the link, if it's still available on Amazon, we'll put the link on to the blog post so you can check it out. It's about $30. Mm-hmm for this wire cutter, but oh my gosh, it's amazing. You guys, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Worth the investment, I guess. It is. I love it almost as much as my Kai scissors. (laughs) And you know, I love my Kai scissors. I don't know what those are, but I'm guessing they're good. (laughs) Yeah. They're super sharp. Yeah. They they last a really long time and you don't have to like sharpen them as much, especially if we're using it just on paper and I dedicate only my scissors or 
crepe paper. I don't use it for any other materials because that will keep the blade much sharper. You know, did you like the ratchet tool? I forget. I mean, I love the ratchet. That's a particular clipper that we use to cut really big branches. I forget. Did you find use for that before when we were when I was showing it to you? I don't use such big pieces because yeah. most of the stuff is just wires. I don't have to cut through giant branches. Yeah. We should talk about the ratchet. I think that would be a good one because I know some of them do take branches and cover it with foil tape. So if they oh. get something like that, this will be a good tool to use that especially it's flowering flowering season that's what made me think of it it's flowering branch season is coming up and yeah it's another nice tool that mm-hmm. in your hand it's not some huge two-handed thing and it can just cut through branches so easily what does it look like it looks when you first look at it it looks like a regular pruning pair of clippers for the garden mm-hmm. but then hold it and i guess they call that mechanism a ratchet where you hold it squeeze once release just a little bit and then do it again and it it continues cutting Oh, yes. I do know that tool. I've used it once time on at the herb farm. And I so. Yeah, yeah, it is a great tool. It, there's a slight learning curve, very small, because you're right. You have to like press it once, let go, and then press it again. It'll just cut it off. Yeah. Pretty cool. Love it. Do you have a particular brand that you like? I like Ironwood. Oh. I-R-O-N-W-O-O-D.com. They were at the flower show last week and I saw them there. They've got great tools. Oh, let's talk about the flower show. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> This is the reason why we have Alicia Hunt. We got distracted because I was telling Jesse this amazing tool. <laughs> How can you not? You're I so know. excited about it. I know. It's so amazing. I, I, I smile every time I see us. Like, oh, yes. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Floridaville. Oh, my gosh. I hope it comes back next year. That I was. Who? I haven't heard. I don't know if it's an annual thing, but I hope it's going to be an annual thing. Mm-hmm. Tell us it, a little bit about it. What, you know, what is it? Okay. So the company is based in Vancouver, Canada, and they have traveled the world doing these installations where they have mannequins that are completely covered in floral dresses. And the florists are picked in each city. So they've done like Toronto, London, Southern California, New York City. This was the first time in Seattle. And they have anywhere from 12 to 15 mannequins and they select 12 to 15 florists in that city who do apply, I applied. And once you're selected, I have no idea how the selection process works, but once you are one of the selected florists, they will ship you your mannequin and you have to come up with the design and the mechanics and the mechanics to make or hopefully make the flowers last a full week. In our case, it was they were installed Monday night and had to go until the following Sunday. And it does have to be almost all fresh flowers. They have a percentage on there because I know like some people want to use more dried materials. And I want to say it might be like 60, 70% has to be fresh on there. So it's quite quite the ordeal to come up with a concept that'll work on something so large, the mechanics for it, and find a way to keep it fresh the entire entire week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. I have to say the floral mechanics I saw on each and every mannequin was so ingenious, so complicated, and so like, wow, so amazing what people were doing. I just, like Leah, she did the Rainier beer cans as her water source. I mean, those cans are what 
14, 16 ounces. Yep. So that was pretty amazing. That was so clever. Mm-hmm. So she took, you know, it wasn't chicken wire. It's that thicker wire that I don't know what kind it is, but it, it's smaller squares. And she, on the inside of this that went up towards the mannequin, wired on Rainier beer cans and filled them with water and worked her fresh floral stems into those cans. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing and then she Mm -hmm. filled in the holes because all your mechanics have to be covered Mm -hmm. with long-lasting fresh greenery that didn't need a water source for the week Mm -hmm. boxwood good old boxwood yeah and then the ball gown can we talk about that i think that was the most impressive mechanic that i saw white oh oh bell shape oh my goodness gracious so many so many that probably cost over three thousand dollars to fill in i have to think so i have to think she easily spent wholesale three thousand dollars yeah so you can imagine that that's that's over twelve thousand dollars of flowers Yeah. Yeah. Every day she was in there morning and evening freshening up these flowers. We started install Monday night. Our load-in started at five. So I would say at six o'clock, we actually started designing and we wrapped up around 11 p.m. And the next morning I came in early just to check mine over and check one of the ones for a friend. And I saw about three teams there and I said, oh, you guys got in early. What time did you get here? And they said, no, we never went home last night. (laughs) Yeah. And you guys, this is not the only time they touch the mannequin. Like this is like weeks before people are prepping, doing the intricate braiding, the design. Like if you saw some of the dresses, they took these amazing variegated leaves and like put it on, made a dress pattern, like an intricate dress braided pattern, applied it onto the mannequin. And they tried to do, I mean, how much time would you say for your mannequin that you spent, how many hours do you spend on it before you actually uh, arrived on site? You know, Quinn, the dress I think you're referring to, I was speaking with that designer and she told me she put about a hundred hours into her whole project before wow. they got there to set up. Wow. I probably, gosh, I don't even know. So the Sunday before install day, I had two ladies over and we worked about man hours equal to about 15. And that was just to do the leaf base of our dress. And prior to that, I had spent on and off during the week or two prior prepping the mannequin, like doing the saran wrap and doing the chicken wire and laying it all out and then checking my mechanics. Because as we all know, Sometimes you got to work a little bit and then step back and think about it. Like, is this going to work? So I don't know how many hours I truly spent on this, but... Yeah, we'll put the link onto the blog where you can actually view all the pictures because they took, they had a professional photographer come in. The lighting was so horrible. (laughs) So I did take pictures, but it's such so much yellow cast and orange cast on it. I try to correct it, but it's just, you can't see the impact of it. But I'll post the video that I posted on my Instagram so you guys can see it because just walking around was just I was blown away by everyone's skill and we had like a little party and we voted for our favorite design and obviously you don't vote for your own and (laughs) I had a heck of a time deciding who's to vote for because the mechanics and the 
thought and just all of it. It was just really, I was blown away by everybody's creations. Like the, some of the materials, they really thought outside the box. Yeah. They really put it together. So that was pretty fantastic. And the use of like palm leaves, the giant palm leaves where they braided the ends so there's a lot more texture and they use it as the ruffle part of the bottom Mm. of the dress. You know, that one was based off of Botticelli's painting. What is the painting where the goddess is coming out of the water? The birth of Venus. Yeah. Well, I mean, just checking out the website, Fleur de Ville, of the past events in their gallery. I mean, they've been all over the place. Vancouver, Toronto, London, and just the images of these mannequins. Oh my goodness. Like I'm sure Seattle's going to be on there soon and just yeah. seeing and <laughs> be able to see what you guys are actually talking about in terms of which, you know, ball ground or which artist or florist put these together. Like it's just amazing. They have shows coming up in what did she tell me the other day? Dubai, I think, is their next one. And then they've got another one in Southern California. And they are Canadian-based, so they do seem to get quite a few shows up between Vancouver and Toronto. So Yes, I see. Mother's Day, Toronto. Oh, cool. Montreal is coming up, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So maybe I'll go check it out. You yeah. apply, Jesse. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 60, 70% fresh flour. The rest we could like easily put in paper flowers. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, um, we could. Good. If I didn't have a newborn and well, other things lined up. I might be too late for you to apply this year. <laughs> next year. Later. <laughs> next year. No, that's true. Yeah. You'll look because, into it next year. Yeah, because the application was what, five, six months beforehand? I think I think I had to have it in by mid-December or early December. I kind of forget at this point. No, I so it's not too in the day it was due. <laughs> Everybody's talking about it and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to admire everybody's work. And then I thought, well, maybe I should actually try doing this too. <laughs> and how did you go about getting all your volunteers that helped you set everything up? I put it out on Instagram and had no problem having I felt bad because I couldn't have everybody helped who actually offered. Mm-hmm. And it is all volunteer based. I mean, I am a volunteer doing it too. So, but nobody minded. They just, everybody wanted to see the mechanics. Everybody wanted to see the structures. And on Monday night, it was hard because you really wanted to walk around and talk to everybody and see what their plans were, but yet needed to focus on your own project. So. So did you have to plan everything ahead of time in terms of what it's going to look like, where you know, like where the, I assume the mechanics, yes. But in terms of what your total, your final design was going to look like, did you have to, everything sketched out? Did you, or was that something a little bit more spontaneous on the spot, depending on what flowers you got? We did have to give the organizers an idea of what we were doing. They liked sketches. They wanted to know what flowers you were going to use. And they wanted to know what your mechanics are because the Mm. last thing they want are dead flowers. So they really wanted to know what your plans were to keep it alive. And then we also had to turn in our wholesale order to our wholesaler, like I was set up to work with Mayesh and we had to get our orders into them three weeks prior. So it is pretty well organized. It really, they, they don't want you, they want you to think it out. That's for Mm -hmm. certain. They want to know what your plan is. And if they see something going 
not a great direction, I think they step in and help people too. So uh, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Everyone did an amazing job. I was oh. Little, oh, my biggest question was, was there a theme for all the floors to like follow through or could you could just do whatever you wanted? The only real theme they gave us is they told us that they like a fashionista approach. They want mm. like a fashionista style. So they really wanted you to think super feminine, high culture, all of that. But that was really the only direction they gave us. And then they let us run with it from that point. That's awesome. How did you pick your mannequin style? I gotta give a shout out to my friend Kita (laughs) because I was like not sure what I wanted to do. And I was getting so caught up in the mechanics of it and like long lasting flowers and what am I going to use to make this last and what kind of patterns. And she suggested looking actually at clothing designers and mm-hmm. Christian Dior, who is also who her dress was modeled after. So she really helped me like calm down from one aspect of overthinking. Imagine that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm overthinking mechanics. And she's like, you got to look at it from a different angle and look at it as a fashion and think about see that first for inspiration and then think about how you're going to build it so can we talk about kita mannequin oh my gosh yeah (laughs) it had such movement for such a steel piece the detail she put on there was just the ruffle at the very edge of the dress yeah literally how many carnations do you think it took to because they took apart a ton of carnations and then they individually glued each petal in layers, <laughs> like dozens and dozens of layers of carnation petals. Oh yeah, clusters of baby's breath tightly yeah. together to build a big part of that dress. She put in, I bet you she could rival that 100 hour mark of. Oh, yeah. Goldness, easy. Definitely. Yeah. But she nailed it. She, she did. Somehow got something that really is stiff i mean it was all chicken wire underneath mm-hmm. on top of buckets filled with water so the stems could go into the buckets to drink and so the mechanics were so intricate yet on top it looked flawless and it was flowing and fluffy oh. it looked fluffy. fluffy it looked super fluffy like the yeah. movement ah oh, the texture i think the that texture. was the most amazing part. And can we talk about the mannequin hair? That was so fun. I love how she made it look like it had curls, but really it was yeah. oregano. Uh, dried oregano. Dried yeah. flowering oregano, which is so gorgeous. Anyway, so gorgeous. And it dries wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. Give yeah. it like a nice curl, soft look. <laughs> yes. Uh, so good. Oh, her son, he's such a, such a funny boy. So we did the breakdown on Sunday night and I had had this hat on my mannequin. Well, he ended up wearing the hat during breakdown. <laughs> he wore it to school the next day. How oh, funny. I love it. Big fancy hat with plumosa ferns coming off the back. He's a hoot. Yeah, he really is. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so fun. Not only do they have hair, hats, let's talk about the accessories some of them had. Like I know, for example, you made this beautiful belt and a wrist and the shoes. Did you see on one of the mannequins by Fina Flowers, she did earrings? Yes, I did see that. Wow. So I was like, oh 
amazing. Yeah. So accessories were huge. So obviously you have your dress, but then you've got to even dress up the dress. And so (laughs) a parasol, we had a hat, like 50 style. We had shoes that were covered in lavender blooms Mm. and we had wristlet corsages. I saw other people had little purses. The one had the earrings and the necklaces. What else did you see there, Quinn? What um, the go-go boots, the fishnet oh, hose. Fish. <laughs> that was so, who would have thought of that? That's so funny. I know, it was so good. Toby Nelson like nailed it. I mean, her construction was so interesting. Yeah, I, I really I, enjoyed it. All the under part. She did tell me because she was setting up. I walked over and she said to her, "They just got to theirs up on the platform and it fell down." Would you be well? Would you be able to reuse it at that stage? I mean, it's been a week. You couldn't reuse any of the flowers. You could reuse the chicken wire. Hmm. Uh-huh. How about the mannequin? The mannequin gets repacked up and shipped to the next city. Oh, so it's get reused. The mannequin gets reused until people abuse it too much. I was really careful. I covered it all in saran wrap. But you can tell like some of the other models, mannequins had glue bits on them left on from previous florists. Yeah, that's Mm. so interesting. So that's so good that they do reuse the mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You don't know what mannequin style or pose you're going to get until you actually get it. (laughs) That can really throw a wrench in your whole plan. Yeah. Um, You might have one idea in mind and then she comes and her arms, like mine had major attitude, but it was major (laughs) attitude. Stop. (laughs) But then I started saying, she's saying stop. And smell their flowers. (laughs) (laughs) So mine worked out perfect. Yeah. Kita worked out perfect too. Kita's worked out perfect too. But I know there were a few people who were very stressed and were trying to switch with each other. And then fine with that. They were like, if you want to, everybody, there's like 15 of you. If you want to switch mannequins, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. Were the mannequins life size? Six foot two. Cool. New model size. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Tiny, tiny waists. Tiny waistlines and very tall, six foot two. Amazing. Yeah. They were quite impressive. They were not, the weight's very thrown off for this. So underneath we had like all of these bricks in place trying to keep the keep it down so mm-hmm. there's all kinds of things happening underneath to keep it from toppling over, toppling over mm-hmm. yeah can we talk about your train that thing weighed like 50 pounds oh yeah everything was put in how did you think about the mechanics for holding that up when you attach it to the mannequin uh, what we did is we used i went to home depot and got a thicker chicken wire not the one that i normally use from the floral wholesaler so i got a thick chicken wire and then we put our floral foam in the center for our water source which in general I try to avoid floral foam but I couldn't think of a way around it this time and then along the sides we ran some metal strengtheners down to keep the shape and then filled it with flowers and underneath it holding it up was a board Mm -hmm. I had a what was that, like a six foot by one inch board? And you can't see it because we completely covered it in tea leaves. It was braced up on her back and then the skirt just laid on top of that. So amazing. 
Oh, the flowers you chose was so like dramatic and lumptious and just wonderful. Carnations. I ordered almost a thousand carnations and we used almost every single one of them. Amazing. And then cymbidium orchids. I had plumosa that I spray painted rose gold mm-hmm. from Design Master. And what else did I have in that skirt? Oh, and then viburnum. I had yes. viburnum. Mm-hmm. That was really the majority of my flowers. And then yeah. I had lots of tea leaves. I love that you used it that way. It was so cool to see. The colors. Can we talk about the carnation colors? Because they were some that I did not even know they came in. So the carnation colors, I had used three different colors of them, three different varieties. And one of them was a dark burgundy called velvet, super rich. And then we had the really, really dark pink one. I don't even know what you would call that color because it was such a dark pink. And then we had the plum and white edge one, which is called the filigree. So just add, and then added in the viburnum, which had the pink edges to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the tea leaves also had pink edges. So yeah. And then some video orchids. Any difficulties that you face while putting this together? I didn't really face any difficulties. I think I overthought this thing. What is my friend had a saying? Gosh, I should look it up. They <laughs> over something to do with if you overthink it in the beginning, it'll probably, it just goes together like and I did I did so much planning beforehand so once we actually went for it Mm -hmm. it went very quickly yeah I felt like yours came up so efficiently and compared to some of the other ones where there was so much volume but you had just a huge impact on your mannequin I just absolutely love it. it was so elegant and just beautiful you know, I think there's something to be said for that because it part of I think most people probably think it has to be like over the top more and more and more. And yet I went with this idea of a very sleek dress out of mm-hmm. teeth and then the coat of carnations. And it just something about that sleekness really makes you stop and look at how intricate it is. Yeah. Although watch, I say that now and then if I were to do this again, I'll probably go totally the other direction. <laughs> Puppies, so. <laughs> but that's the fun thing. It's like when you have tackle a project, you get inspired by the moment. Yeah. Totally. Who knows what affects you in the future for the next project. So. And I did, it's kind of funny, yesterday I was thinking to myself, like, what would I do again? And yes, I would totally do it again because it was really fun. And then I started thinking, like, what would I do differently? And I think I might do something kind of rough. Like, that'd be fun. Oh my yeah. gosh, I love it. <laughs> it was such a, an amazing, really interesting project. I love seeing everybody's ideas come into flower stage, I guess I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying to the ladies who organize all, they're like, you all are blowing us away. And they probably say that at every show, but it's... I would say, yeah, you guys, too. you blew it away. I looked at some of the other ones and I would say Seattle Group knocked it out of the park. I think so. Uh, <laughs> Alicia, it's been amazing hearing from you about Fleur de Ville. And I mean, I wish I was there. I wish I had been there because seeing the lives and the images that Quinn had posted on her account, I don't think it does it justice, especially it not matter. how you guys describe what the, the, the dresses look like and the mechanics, like just in a way being able to be there and look 
quote unquote underneath you yeah. know, the dresses <laughs> underneath <laughs> all of that just to see what really like holds you know these these mannequin the clothing and the the flowers and all that up it just sounds amazing and yeah who knows maybe <laughs> maybe next time when they're around in Toronto, you guys can both come visit and do it over here <laughs> and show me exactly what you guys do. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Alicia, do you think you would do it again? I would. I would. I left there that night saying, yeah, I would totally do this again. But I already am like, I think I would do something like a little bit more ruffled next time. So yeah, I thought it was really fun. I would totally do it again. Such an experience. Like how often would you be able to do that, right? Most clients probably are like, "Mm, no. (laughs) (laughs) There's no other place I'm going to do that that I can foresee. So it's going to only be for something like this. Mm Mm-hmm. I can only imagine. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about it and to tell us a little bit about your experience and also what you recommend in terms of tools, floristry tools that could be translatable to our practice as well. Can't wait to get my hands on those pliers once they're back in stock. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you can find your missing ones. Maybe they're somewhere or somebody, you know, kindly drops them off or something. (laughs) So I hope they're just fell in somewhere and I just haven't come across them because they're really hard to find online to buy a new pair. Mm -hmm. I can just imagine when you lose your favorite tool, it's devastating. It is. But yeah, thank you so much, Alicia. We will be posting the links, relevant links in the blog post. And as always, Alicia, a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. So much fun to chat with you too. Thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate you. Oh, yeah, we do. Totally. Our favorite florist. For sure. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not just because you're on our podcast all the time, but <laughs> you're just a genuinely great person. Yes. Pretty so, when I'm chatting with you two to forget we're even doing the podcast and just start talking about all this stuff. <laughs> I know. I love it. It's this <laughs> exciting Easy conversation. Yeah. I know. Too bad we don't live closer. We could do so much more. <laughs> yeah. We would be volunteering all the time i know all the time help alicia yeah <laughs> interns unpaid that's fine <laughs> so much fun